This is CliffCentral.com. I love to be a jittery citizen. We all love to be jittery citizens. Shabom, shabom. It's Shabom, shabom. It's gonna be so funny. Shabom, shabom. Come and laugh with me. Shabom. Right, everybody. Hello and welcome. To Jittery Citizens, the only 100% unscripted, totally improvised show on Unradio. Hello, Jitteries. Hello. We have a full, beautiful Jittery team here today, and I'm going to introduce you to everybody. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you what is on today's show. So today we're not only going to do the... Uh, wonderful Singprov games that we play all the time, but we're going to discuss the fundamental principles of improv. Yeah. What is it? What are they? What makes improv comedy so bloody cool? And how can I, as a normal individual, become really good at improvisation? So first we're going to go around and I would like you all to just introduce yourself and say maybe one or two lines on how you became a jittery soul. Hi, I'm Jovan Matre, and everyone is laughing. <laughs> Seems to be funny. Um, I first came into contact with jittery citizens when I was crewing on the National Schools Festival. And the minute I saw them on stage, I said, I have to, have to, have to be a part of them. And two years later, I found them, and we played. Yes. Did you find us, or did we find you? It was a match made in heaven. Destiny. Yes, that's how good relationships work. You see, we, we meet in the middle. We absolutely met in the middle. Who's next? That was a beautiful introduction, Tone. Thank you. That was Tony Bentle on keys. He's back. He's back and keeping things smooth. Thanks, Tone. Who's next? It's me. Hi, it's Greg Fillion. Uh I first saw Jittery on Facebook, and I thought those guys are really having lots and lots of fun. And I just thought, wow, you know, maybe one day I could actually join them, you know, up there. Uh, you know, totally terrified, though, too, as well, because doing improv live takes a lot of uh, guts. Uh, but I sort of found my guts, and here we are, and we're, you know, having a party. Having fun. Yeah, Welcome yeah. to the team. Nice. <laughs> and hi, everybody. My name is Claire Taylor. I have been in theater and musical theater for several years, and I had never done improv. Shock horror. <gasps> and found the Jittery Citizens, and I haven't looked back. I love it. It's absolutely <laughs> terrifying, but it's taught me so much about myself and so much about my craft as an actor and so much about personal limitations and personal blocks and crazy awesome stuff and yeah loving it having a party and i love everybody welcome claire (laughs) hello everyone my name is megan van veek i think i spent about a year in joburg before i 
I joined the Jittery Citizens and I knew about the auditions through a friend and I decided this is amazing. I need to go see what it's about. And we played so beautifully the first day and it was just wonderful from there. Just amazing. Kumbaya. Hello. Someone singing. <laughs> it really, it, can I tell you something? We, we are joking and we are having so much fun. But the truth is, is there is this amazing synergy and the symbiosis that we all actually have to have in order to be really good improvisers. So everybody in this room, we absolutely do get along and have an affinity for each other, especially Campbell, you're our favorite. <laughs> um, yeah, so my name is Campbell Jessica Mears, and I'm a big fan of Seinfeld. Um, I graduated last year from Wits University. Shout out Wits is the tits. Can we say tits? Mm-hmm. You can say tits. Yes. <laughs> say whatever the fuck you want. Yes. We can do that. We'll take it up. So yeah, um, a group of us graduates, we saw the audition on Facebook and we thought, let's try our luck. You know, they might just turn us down with a smile. But instead, they let us stay. So, you know, here we are. Yeah. We realize potential talent when we see it. Yucky and yucky. Namaste, friends. Namaste. 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 My name is Nyaka Um I am also one of the people who were lucky enough, like Campbell and Javon. Uh, who got to stay. Uh, we found out about the auditions through like some friends, social media, and we're like... That could be us. And now it is us. And, um, yeah, I just always enjoyed improvisation and it's very hard, but it's also very easy, but it's also so amazing. So that's it rounded up. Um, and of course we did mention the beautiful Tony Bentle on keys. Uh, I am your host, Claudine Ullman. Um, and, I am just so excited to have such new, exciting, beautiful talent in this room because obviously we're doing something right with regards to Facebook marketing. (laughs) That's how everybody (laughs) found out about us. Um, But also, I think we are doing something right. And we're doing something right in our industry in terms of comedy and improv comedy and taking comedy to the next level because to be in a room with this much talent and be honing in on this talent and changing things up and teaching people the new beautiful wonderful world of improv which isn't really new but it's new in this country um, is really an amazing thing and our potential is next level of where we can go. Um, so that's really exciting. And that's what, uh, you know, my focus in terms of jittery citizens is, is creating an improv culture, a culture for comedy to not just be about stand up or not just be slapstick or not just be what we're used to, but to totally explode and open our minds to the wonderful world of improvisation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So on today's show, uh, I did say we're going to talk about the fundamental principles, and that is exactly what we're going to do. Um, but before we do that, <laughs> we'd love to hear a song. And this first song, this is a little game I like to call Duet. This, and not Duet. A lot of people think because I'm Jewish and I can't really say Duet, it's, so this is, this is Duet. 
<laughs> Are there any other Jews in the room? <laughs> Tony Bendel's half Jewish. Um, <laughs> drop those trousers, boy. <laughs> um, so he just this did. is wow. <laughs> really there just it. Is. There it is. There it is. You won't know if we're lying or not because it's radio. Take our word for it. Into mics, speaking to mics, guys. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to play our first duet game for non-Jews. Um, and we're going to sing a love song, a love song about something totally random. So I'm going to ask Nyaki for a suggestion of, can you give us an occupation? Let's do an occupation. Why not? Uh, a cleaner. A cleaner. Thank you very much. This is going to be a love song. This is duet. It needs to feature a cleaner somewhere in the song. Megs and Greg, are you ready? No, but let's do it. Here we are. <laughs> We're here. I've got a dirty spot. I've got a dirty spot. It's not hot. This little dirty spot It's like a blood clot In my heart Sing it, Banks. Oh, I see your dirty spot Yeah, I see your dirty spot It's definitely not hot Oh, I'm gonna clean it up I feel the chemical All the chemicals Running through my brain Running through your brain It's the chemical of love Yes, the chemical of love Don't send me down the drain That's just too much pain Oh baby, that would be so insane What's your game? I just want to play mm, Cause you're cleaner than meaner Oh, you're cleaner than meaner Dirty spot. Yeah, it's definitely not hot. Told you that. So I, I want to clean your dirty spot. Clean it, clean it. I can do it for you. Get that brush. Open that lid. Twist it oh. off. Oh. Pull those chemicals out. Oh. Don't dust oh. me off. Don't brush me off. Don't jack me off. Okay. Told you how to do this, but. That was absolutely beautiful, and it makes me want to get into like the cleaning profession in so many ways. My dirty spot was just cleaned. Um, it's so dirty. New chair for Claudine. New chair. Yes. <laughs> So before I get a new chair, I want to talk to Megs and Greg about the first improv rule, Mr. Bentel. 
And that first improv rule, thank you, that was so cute, is listening. Rule number one, or fundamental principle, I should say, number one, is listening. Um, speak to me about how you have to listen to each other and to yourselves in order to actually play that game 100% live. Because obviously, before we go into your answers, sorry, um, the it's important for our listeners to know that nothing here is rehearsed. This is 100% unscripted, as we said, on, on radio. So what what do you have to do in terms of listening? For me, it's it's really weird because you you kind of got to split your um, like your brain into two or three different compartments. There's there's one um, you know sort of aspect of you that that's kind of doing your own thing, but obviously if you can't listen, you know, to what your partner's doing, it's it's just not going to make any sense. So it's it's kind of weird. You you're sort of inside your head, but you're also outside of it too as well. And then at some point you, you kind of have to, you know, fuse everything together. So it's, I, I actually don't entirely understand, um, how I do it. I just know that if I get my head out of the way, it kind of works. It's just there, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think it's so easy to like listening is so crucial in improvisation and especially in life. But it's so easy for us. Like, I mean, when I started Jittery Citizens, I had to relearn how to listen and, and what that was. And I think a lot of people actually have to do that in their lives. Is like just relearning how to listen. And it is, like Greg said, it's definitely a thing of, of that split focus where something else completely different outside of you is happening and if you are inside your head too much and not focusing on that as well then you lose out on the beautiful offers that are going around the room and you could be missing out on something amazing happening mm. well i mean absolutely and what you're saying is really interesting because the truth is is for non-improvisers or for everyday people we don't listen enough and we don't listen well enough you know a lot of the work we do when we go into corporates is actually around listening listening and communication you know because it is a skill that needs to be trained and a lot of people take that for granted you know and these days too as well i, I think that lots of people are just not really you know hearing each other it's it's so easy to just be you know like you know lost on your phone or, you know, on, uh, you know, like the web or whatever. It's, uh, I, th I actually think that to, to truly listen has become quite a rare thing, quite a dying art actually. So mm. it's, it's a really good skill to sort of relearn. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Same as Megan, when, when I actually first, you know, played with you guys, it was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, like proper listening really feels like. Mm. So it's a great mm. skill. Absolutely. Absolutely it is. And we're going to test those skills even more because we are moving straight on to our second game. I'm going to talk into the mic so you can hear me loud and clear. Um, and our second game for today is bartender. Um, and this is a really fun one. What we need is a moral dilemma and we have 
luckily somebody on WeChat at the moment who has given us a moral dilemma. Um, and that is you have had your vegan friend over for dinner and only after your friend has eaten what she thought was moss infused beetroot. Did you remember you added bacon bits and beef stock? <laughs> Thank you, Ellen Dippenar, I think it is. Um, so that is a wonderful moral dilemma and we are going to use it. Um, and this is going to be a game for Claire and Jovan. This is bartender. And uh, you know how it works. Somebody walks into a bar and the, mar- the moral dilemma has to be revealed at some point. Um, and we remember that the moral dilemma is about being vegan. So, Tone, whenever you're ready, this is bartender. What do you got there, bartender? I need something strong. How about hair off the dog that bit you? Then make it one of everything. You got it. Doubles. Tough day? Oh, you have no idea. Tell me about it, honey. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And then he was you I feel your pain. Bunnies. Bunnies too? And little lambs and the little fluffy sheeps and the little chicks and the little... It's so adorable, I just want to eat them up. Oh my god. I thought it was moss. I thought... It was kale. Mm. I thought it was broccoli. And I... I sort of just inhaled. Mm -hmm. That tasted so good. Yeah, it did. With a little side of white wine. Mm. You see, I was at my friend's house. And it was like a movie and a a bit of a dine. Mm. He cooked up this dinner. Yeah. And... From starter to main, we eventually got eating, and and, and then I, f- I felt like this this deep pain mm. from deep within my soul. Something cried from below. I realized, good God, this isn't so. I ate animals, but you see, I'm a vegan. You're a vegan? I ate animals! But baby, you're a vegan! Why well, was? He put in some bacon bits! Yeah. And he mixed in some stock! Yeah. And now, at my yoga and vegan club, I'm like, I'm the laughing stock! <laughs> baby, I once was a vegan. I was a vegan too. You were? Then I came into contact with bacon. Look at me. I'm just like you. Bacon so good. Bacon tastes fine. Oh, it does, though. Bacon with wine. Oh, what a lovely swine. I ate animals. I ate animals. 
I'm a vegan. You're a vegan. I eat animals. I eat animals. I'm a vegan. You're a vegan. Although those animals, God, they tasted good. Divine. And now all I want to do is have roasted swine. Right now, what do you say we blow this? Joint? Let's eat animals. Animals. Let's have some wine. Mmm. Bacon bits, a little bit of stock, you and me, and a potato chip. Yeah, that'll do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! Do you know what I love about comedy improv? <laughs> I absolutely love the fact that no one in the studio has any idea where the song is going. <laughs> including the singers nope. and the smiles on everybody's faces to say what's coming next or what we're thinking in our head. What the hell rhymes with bacon? <laughs> and it just bacon. works. It just works. Which brings us to rule number two. Agreement. Rule number two is agreement. So tell me that is the art of saying yes. And so Claire and Jovan, let's speak about Yes, and and what you need to do in order to yes, and in a song like that. I think, first of all, from an improv improv point of view, saying yes, and is accepting someone what we what we call offers. So, when Javan says something like "and a potato chip," yes, and yes, uh, and this, or it's not you're blocking an offer to say no, 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 I don't want that, or or to disagree with someone, and by doing that, you just you're not closing off a scene or you're not closing off the potential of where it could go, where the relationship could go, where the story could go. Um, by agreeing, you open up a whole new world of story, of relationship, and then you're able to grow together. And going back to the first rule, the listening, if you are listening and you are agreeing, yeah. you you start to work together and become one. I don't know. But, well, yeah, so I think that's an improv. And I think it's a major thing in life as well, like – to, to just say yes, to open yourself to saying yes, like... And allowing it to take you on that adventure, I guess. Yes. Yes, and I agree with that. Yes. <laughs> yes, no, most definitely. I was just going to say, um, when you say yes and, you allow the story to progress. You, you, um, you get taken on this journey. You don't even know where you're going to go, but you're just you're giving yourself to... To the story, to the play, and um, and it just goes, yes. And by someone giving you something and you saying yes, you're learning a little bit about yourself and your character in, in the scene, which you don't necessarily get to make it up yourself. Like, it doesn't work like that. You cannot come into a scene or a song or a game with a set idea of exactly what you want to do, exactly where you want this to go, because it never happens. It's organic and it grows organically and as it goes. And I think what's so great about what you're both saying is just on the concept of blocking and saying no. The moment we block, it actually halts creativity and ideas are destroyed, right? Absolutely. So... You can see that the whole time the improvisers in their minds are saying yes, 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 and, and how they can add to each other's stories. They never, they never at a loss for words or they never judging themselves because they've actually switched off that part of the brain that says, 
oh my gosh, what am I going to do next? Or how am I blocking the scene? Or I sound stupid. Or, you know, they totally have switched off the whole part of the brain that deals with self-judgment and blocking. And they just are in a constant state of yes, 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 uh, which is actually the part of the brain that lights up is the creative center. You know, so that's why it feels so like it's hard to explain really, but it feels like it's just flowing out of you, you know, like you're not having to think really hard. It's kind of like, like being on drugs, right? You know, like some drugs are like really good and like all you want to say is yes all, all the time. Yes. 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 You know, put your hand there. Yes. Run in front of this car. Yes. Yes. And you can have lots of fun, you know, as long as you have kind friends. Absolutely, absolutely. Kind friends to th- support you through bad drug, <laughs> drug trips. That is faux show. Um, which actually is what brings us to principle number three. And this is possibly one of the most important, integral, fundamental rules. I don't like calling it rules because rules can be broken. Principles of improv, which is teamwork, teamwork and group mind. And we're going to get back to talking about teamwork and group mind. But I want us to do a game that basically deals with teamwork. So we're all going to sing a song, all of us in studio. Feel free to sing back up, do whatever you need to do. We are going to serenade our beautiful pianist. Who is sitting so quietly without his pants on? Without his pants on, his his keys are out, and I'm talking about both sets of keys. And he is playing. He doesn't have a mic, but we're going to give him a mic, and we're going to ask you a few questions about yourself, if that's okay. Sure. Fantastic. Um. So we know your name is Tony Bentel. What I don't know about you is. You're 38 years yeah. old. I'm I would, a grandfather, but I'm 38. I would never would have said that. I would have said you're at least 21. Thank you. 38 years old, Tony Bentel. Does anybody else have a question for Tony? Tony, what do you like about uh, music? Um, music's my lifeblood. Um, I couldn't live without it. How did you start it? I mean, you know, what was your journey? With my, um, I was introduced to a piano teacher at the age of four. Was she hot? She was, no. She was a surrogate <laughs> granny, actually. Because my granny lived in Durban. And she she opened a door for me. And I ran through the door. And, of course, I got called names. In those days, it was sissy. But through the door, there were these the great composers. So by the, by the age of five, I was playing Mozart. <clears throat> and I never closed the door behind me. So you're all welcome to run through with me. Thank you. What do you like about doing improv theater, you know, musically-wise? Musically, well, it takes you in directions you would never expect. You have to be completely in the moment. You have got to listen to what your singers are doing. You've got to listen to where the action's going. And at the same time, you, you've got to give it a kind of a structure because otherwise, as a piece of music, it doesn't work. It can be very challenging. I find that I do fall into some bad habits. but the improv- We don't notice it. <laughs> You're doing very well, according to us. <laughs> the, the improv, I mean, playing playing improv gets you out of the bad habits. You cannot sit back on any bad habits mm-hmm. because the action and the, the players will just take you somewhere else completely different. Mm. 
I have a question. Do you have any pets? And if so, what are their names? Yes, at the moment I've got two cats. Oh. Um, blonde boy and a dark boy. We call them the ghost in the darkness. Otherwise known as Samuel Joseph and Felix James. Samuel Joseph and Felix James. Great. Tony, I'd like to know who is your favorite composer? My favorite composer? Impossible to say. Depends on my mood. Um, right now. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Grusin. Okay. Tony, Beyonce or Lady Gaga? Uh, Beyonce. <laughs> yes. I've got a question. Tony, uh, how many instruments do you play? Uh, two. The one's the piano. <laughs> <laughs> this is my rifle. This is my gun. This is for shooting. This is for fun. We're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking about that instrument tone. Uh, um, we are only <laughs> talking about the piano today. Pia piano and voice. Piano and voice. Yeah, Fantastic. and I are fantastic singers. We're just waiting to discover it. Yes, we are. But you know what? I was telling Tony in the car. We may not be the best bloody singers, but boy, do we hoy. We hoy. Um, and that's also what it's about. Exactly. Exactly. So we're all going to sing a beautiful song to Tony, who is 38, who has two cats, Felix James and Samuel Joseph. Um, he, his favorite composer is Dave Grusin. Dave Grusin. He, other questions, what were they? He left the door ajar and he hasn't shut it yet. Beautiful. His grandmother's from Durban. The no. instruments. Yeah. Beyonce. Okay, awesome. So we've just reminded ourselves of everything. We are ready to sing you a serenade for all that you do. Thank you, Mr. Bentel, whenever you're ready. Totally in love with this mental bental, oh mental bental, yeah. Mental bental, yeah. Mental bental, yeah. Mental bental, yeah. Well, the truth is, he's totally great. He's got a, a grandchild, but he's thirty-eight. Oh yes, won't you take me on a date, Mr. Bento? Take me to the movies, just you and me. Take me somewhere special and we can see something R-rated, which would be greated, great, it would be so great, mental bento. Oh, mental bento. Mental bento, mental bento. Shut the door, Tony. Shut it. Shut the door, Tony. Shut it. Leave it open so we can all come through. Tony, Tony, we love you. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. 
Music is your life force, life force. Nothing can drag you away, not a wild horse. Mental 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 Of a song called "On Golden Pond," his composer Dave Cruzin will have you just cruising down the highway, and definitely on any road trip. Tony would be the best buddy. Mental, 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 mental. Samuel Joseph and Felix Jones, those are his cats that he owns. Two little putty tats that listen to him play the piano every day. Look at him play those keys. I'm talking about the keys on that piano, Tony. They say he can play. Don't worry, Beyonce. Tony, you can play every day. Mental, 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 mental. Totally bent on you. <laughs> Just saying, if Jan is listening, that's Tony's wife. We expect <laughs> another rendition to go down tonight in the bedroom. Yeah. That was hot. That was hot. Mental mental. So, so that was really beautiful. And half the time, I mean, I can talk from uh, you know my point of view as well. Half the time, I had no idea what we were singing about. And there was one point that you could see Claire was like, what am I going to rhyme freak with? Out, freak out, freak what out. am I going to rhyme with? And as soon as that happened, absolute teamwork, slick, 
hot, amazing. Nyaki came in and she was like, don't you worry. I'm going to save you and help you with a rhyming word. You got my back. Got you, girl. Got you. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about teamwork here. Um, What is going through our minds when we are on the wavelength of group mind? What is happening? Mm. Nothing and everything. Harmony. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, for group mind, you've really got to be open. You, like Meg said, you can't plan the future, especially if you're working on a group piece, because then you're thinking of one thing. And if you're not with the group mind, everyone is going to be going to fairyland and you're under the sea, which means you're going to be dead because you're drowning by yourself because everyone's in fairyland. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Stunning. Poetic, Stunning. very poetic. <laughs> but absolutely, what you are actually saying in non-poetic language is you're talking about a shared agenda and having your own agenda in improv is deathly and absolutely kills the scene you know if I come on and I'm like fantastic I'm going to come into the scene and I'm going to play a cowgirl and I turn around and there are four space dudes astronauts traveling to the moon I'm in trouble I've just killed myself Mm -hmm. right but if we can together create an agenda, together we can create a scene, you know, and mm. actually have somewhere to move to. Mm. So even if it was something as simple as starting off with an offer of mental bental, and where do we take those words? Where do we take mental bental mm-hmm. and where do we take the suggestions that Tony gave us, do we use all of them? Do we have to use all of them? Not necessarily. So it really is about that sort of teamwork. I think the most, sorry. I think the most important thing there is that as an improviser, part of an ensemble and wanting that complicity, that understanding, that agreement that makes you gel and go, Oh yes, it's awesome now is that, you as an individual part of that greater sphere of people, you want everyone to win. Mm. Mm. You want everyone to get there at the same time. I think like it's, there is a magical thing that happens when a group of people come together and succeed together. And yeah. in, personally, I've struggled a lot with, you know, if you want something done, right, do it yourself type thing, but relating back into life and in business, in, in life, like, to have an agenda and have everybody on the same, same plan, same, what, what, use your words, use your words, Claire, use your words. Have everyone on the same, like, wavelength mm-hmm. and a group agenda, like Megan was saying, we want people to win, but it's so magical when a group wins together mm-hmm. and bringing that through to life, like in business and, you know, in mm-hmm. family, whatever, to that group mind is just so important. Mm-hmm. And improv has taught me that I can't even explain how, like, I've, I've been very individual individualistic you know want something right do it yourself mm. but it's incredible to it's a very su- with a, a supportive space absolutely. that's for sure absolutely. it's very think, supportive yeah, it's and we have each other's backs it's mm. uh, and in that way it's very different to other forms of comedy like stand-up where you literally out there on stage by yourself mm. Mm. humility is uh you know for me you know like a massive part of it and i, I think that what we probably all have in common here is that we we all wanted to work uh, yeah. And we, I think we all sort of, um, you know, slaves, you know, to our comedy craft. I think, I think if you put your craft um, first, 
then there's no room for any stars or uh, divas or that yeah. kind of stuff. You know, certainly not here anyway, Claudine. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is not what I signed uh, up for. But they call it um, a humble arrogance. It's like you, you have to be, you know, certainly arrogant enough to think that you have something that people want to hear, but you have to be humble to your craft. And they actually, I think if, if you keep that in mind, then I think it can work. They actually call that fig jam. Oh, yeah? Fuck, I'm good, just ask me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a fig jam is not one of our principles, but I will tell you what principle number four is. Don't block. And that's already what we were talking about. We were talking about, you know, you have to be in a space of yes, just like yes, man. You have to be in a space of absolutely saying yes and open and accepting to move the scene along, which brings us straight into principle number five. Relationship. Relationship. Let's talk about um, the relationship with other cast members. A lot of the cast members here are new. Some of us have been improvising together for literally years and years and years. Why is it so important that all of us get along and have a relationship? Well, we're not sleeping together, if that's what you're we saying. We should be. <laughs> all of us, anyway. <laughs> Wait until the show finishes. Um, I, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> I think it's a it's a thing. Sorry, I think it's a thing of of trust. Mm. I mean, mm. you need to be able to 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 trust who you're playing with because it this is it's it's extremely uh, nerve wracking to to be able to do something like this. You're so vulnerable. You're so you're so open that you need to have a strong bond with the people that you're playing with, so that you so so it allows you to open up and it removes that block to some extent. Yeah, and it's really cool because everyone here is really nice people. Like, no one's a big a-hole, a-double-sex hole. You know, yes. <laughs> everyone yes. gets along really nicely. We only meet once a week, which sucks, you know, because we want to see more of each other. But, yeah, we meet once a week. We have two hours to kind of figure out this thing called improv. So in those two hours, we're all kind of focused on this goal of, all right, guys, let's just do the damn thing. And it's so great because everyone here loves what they're doing. And like Claudine said, it's, we don't block any offers. We're not saying no. We're not shaming anyone and putting them in the corner. You know, some of us have singing talents for days, a.k.a. Megan and Claire. And some of us <laughs> sound like walruses, a.k.a. me. And it's nice to know that if I have to do a song with Claire or Megan, you know, they'll harmonize my off-key and make me sound so great. So, you know, <laughs> it's so great to know that the people that you're working with, even though we've only known each other for a couple of months, that they've got your back. And that's very important in improv. If you don't trust the person, they will stab you in the back. It's beautiful. That is beautiful. I mean, the truth is, is it is good to have a good working relationship with your fellow castmates and your fellow players, but also the scene. The scene needs to focus totally on the relationship of these two characters. Mm -hmm. Whether we're doing short form or a longer format of improvisation, 
the focus of uh, the focus of any scene we need we do needs to be on what is the relationship mm. of these two characters. Things like object work and you know uh, other principles and things like that come into it, but it absolutely is about what are the state what is the status of these characters and how do they relate to each other? Because mm. that is what theatre audiences and comedy audiences actually find funny and give a shit about. Yeah, um, I think just to expand on that, in uh, performance, people don't always understand the story, but they understand the relationship. Mm. It's just about being relatable in some sort of way, and everybody has some sort of relationship to maybe like a father or a mother or a cousin or a brother. And that's much more interesting to find out than, um, like Claudine always says, that random object that nobody can see. People can see people on stage and they want to see what's happening with them rather than now we all have to go on this journey to figure out this thing that's not on stage when there's actually people that can work together. So, yeah. Absolutely. And also, this brings us to our last principle. Very dramatic. Very dramatic for the last one. And that is... Don't ask questions, make statements. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? So what I mean by that, <laughs> what I mean by that is, don't ask, what do I mean by that? That's basically <laughs> what I mean. Let me tell you what you mean by that. That is yes. a lot stronger. That is a lot stronger, Greg Fulian. Thank you. Um, it's absolutely about that. It's about entering a scene and instead of going, what's going on in here? You enter the scene and you say, well, I'll tell you what's going on in here. Granny just died. Okay, um, oh, that's really sad. <laughs> but it's a lot stronger offer and I'm not leaving my friends in the cuck. Mm. I'm actually, I am the one, the onus is on me to create the scene, set it up. And then after that, everybody else has to say, yes, that's what mm. happened. Mm. Granny just mm. died. Mm. Absolutely, say end as well. Which brings us to our last game. Now that we've discussed all our amazing principles, that was for Granny. That was for oh, Granny. Thank oh, you. R.I.P. All those, all those principles we've discussed today are for Granny, um, so that Granny can become a really great improviser. But we're going to leave you with a song, and this song is called "Ad Executive Game." And the way it works is we are going to come up with a nonsense word. I'm going to ask Campbell for this word. Just a totally nonsense word. And we are going to together sing about this nonsense object and tell everybody what it does. So what is your nonsense word? Flabaloof. Flabaloof. The flabaloof. Absolutely. The flabaloof. We are going to sing... A song to all those listeners to tell you about this amazing product we've invented, and that is called the Flabaloof. Oh, I love the Flabaloof. It's great. It's the best thing in the world. It's a long intro. Mm. Mm. This is a song. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You got a dog 
You got a dog that's making a noise. You got a pain. You got a pain in the ass. I'm not talking about your friend and the boys. It doesn't make sense. Let's go. You got a dog. He's making a noise. He's waking up the neighbor. You know what he needs to calm his wolf. He needs a flabaloof. 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 Yes, you know. Yes, it's true. When you got a doggy who wants to make a number two, there's something that you got to do. Gotta flabaloof his woof, and then you gotta remove every tick. You gotta do it one by one. Remove those ticks from his behind, baby. Flabaloof. 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 He's woof. Yay! Tyson! I told you to get those bloody dogs out of the house. I mean, look at it. It's just sitting everywhere on the couches and things. Now I go to hear all the tables and the it's gone. Oh no. Doggone. What? Woof. Oh. Has been flabaloof. The woof. Doggone. Is gone. Flabaloof. 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 Only 999 if you phone right now. Flabaloof. 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 That was really amazing. Flabaloofing. Together. You guys are absolutely brilliant. Thank you all for being on today's show. Um, if you would like to see Jittery Citizens live, we would love to have you in the audience. We would love to have you giving us suggestions on what you would like us to sing about. Um, we are performing at the end of this month on the 26th of May. That is Thursday evening at Joburg Theatre, 8 p.m. You can get tickets from the box office. We would absolutely love to see you there if you would like to watch some long form which is where we take one word suggestion. We then have a celebrity guest who is Muzi Dlamini. He's a huge comedian. And um, Muzi then takes that one word. He does a five-minute about-ish, five-minute monologue. And we do an entire show inspired from that. Otherwise, come and watch us do some Singprov at a Muse Cafe on the 7th, which is, it's the Saturday night, so the 7th of June, first Saturday of the month, and that is at 8 p.m. as well. We would love to see you there. We've been the Jittery Citizens. We still are the Jittery Citizens. (laughs) Until next time, for more unscripted, unrehearsed radio, unradio, thank you, and ta-ta. This is cliffcentral.com.